Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Happy Cinco de Mayo. This is the LEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host, Brandon Dubich. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally. Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I mean, I'm not always on. I wasn't on last week. Did, I was going to say did, that. Did you miss me? I know our listeners did not, like 100%. I missed you because a, dealing uh, with Seth on that podcast was not <laughs> ideal. So um, uh, we, let, sure we, let, we let producer Seth out of his cage every once in a while. Pretty right. sure we made he made a point to let everybody know or at least remember that he's from Purdue, but he knows an awful lot about our team. Why? Because he probably knows our schedule all the way out to 2026. Why? Because that's just that's when they'll be good what again. They do so. Purdue um, might be good by 2026. Exactly when Brom so, is gone. And- yes, yes. So nothing uh, reminds me of. Cinco de Mayo or, or, or says Cinco de Mayo to me, then the linebacker position, right? Of course. Yeah. And that's, they're totally synonymous. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. That's professional transition again. Look at me. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the linebackers again. I will reiterate on defense. We play or traditionally play since Tom Allen's been here a four, two, five. That means two linebackers. We're going to talk about the Husky as well. So we'll talk about the two linebackers that will start. You can call them inside linebackers, outside linebackers, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't matter. Blitzing machines. Uh, and then we will talk about who will start at the Husky position. If you're not familiar with what I'm referring to as a Husky position. Um, We're think, not talking about jeans, people. No, no, We're no. talking no. about jeans. That's, that's a classic Seth joke there. Um, <laughs> we're talking uh, like a like a floating a floating safety linebacker guy that can kind of do whatever he wants. Uh, usually blitzes quite a bit, but also covers the tight ends. Um, kind of a hybrid. Uh, who's the dude in Arizona that's really good at that? Uh, Isaiah Simmons. Yes, an Isaiah Simmons type player. So just in the most recent draft, uh, Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa. Uh, yes, Again, it's a household Day. name. It's a household yeah. name. So uh, yeah, so 2020. Let's talk about the position real quick. Our position for our team. Uh, I would say the most dependable position group, at least on the defense, if not the entire team. Deep. Yes. And uh, last year we had senior leadership or were they juniors? last? I Again, no idea. But we do bring we have what we consider, I guess, two pro prospects back starting to the linebacker position. Uh, so they should both technically be listed as seniors, but again, who knows? And then we've got tons of depth. So we'll get into it. We'll go into what, who we think is going to start at the two linebacker positions, as well as a Husky position, and then talk a little bit about some of the highlighted players, quote unquote, or players that should also see the field this year, uh, that would be behind them on the, um, proverbial too deep 
So let's get into it, man. You want to start with your with your favorite player? It's your favorite player. I, I can't believe you're giving me the honor. Um, but I mean, you, ha- you can't talk Indiana linebackers going into the 2021 season yes, without, without talking about Cam Jones, without talking to Micah McFadden, oh, okay. um, uh, Mr. All-American, Mr. Came back because he has unfinished business, um, just the Mr. Do everything. Uh, again, he double digit tackles, uh, interceptions fumble recoveries. The guy does everything. He, he, he's the, he, again, he, he's where it all starts for the defense. Um, and I don't know if I've loved a defensive player on IU as much as I've liked Mikey McFadden ever. Mm. Um, he, he may be my number one favorite Indiana defensive player. My number one is going to go down as the most overlooked prospect in the history of the NFL draft. God, I hate that he went to the Broncos. They already have a stack secondary. He'll be okay. They, I, from what I read, he should be third in line um, and should still see the field quite a bit. We could always hope for an ACL tear by one of the other two at some point. So, um, Okay, so you talked about Michael McFadden, 2020 AP third team All-American, Phil, Phil Steele. I think he's a Purdue guy. Uh, second team All-American and first team All-Big Ten. Uh, two, led, 235. I mean, he's right, exactly what stars. you want. Um, two star uh, recruit, and he can get sideline to sideline. Like I said, he's got great hands, great instincts. Um, guy, and it just seems like an all around awesome dude, yeah, for sure. Led the team of tackles, sacks, and TFLs. That's why I said just sack machines. I think he had 10 and a half tackles for loss last year. I mean, that's pretty good for having two hey. linebackers. That's pretty, pretty good. Um, okay, so I will talk about your real favorite player. Uh, the other probable, well, it should be a starter, is the starter on the other side of, of Michael McFadden will be Cam Jones. Uh, also should be a senior 2020 honorable mention all big 10 player last year. Uh, 35 tackles and led the team with quarterback hurries, which I was not uh, aware of that, believe it or not. Um, thought that somebody maybe even one of the corners would have led in that uh stat but cam jones i think an underrated player at that position i think he's got to step up a little bit but again i said pro prospect at the beginning of the pod i think they're both pro 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 prospects what i think he he just needs to find consistency yes cam Cam jones would take over quarters right he would make he he pretty Again, much took over the you. Penn State game. Think about the Penn State game. He's huge right. in the Penn State game. But then too o- not too often, every so often, he kind of disappears. Um, so he just needs to find that consistency. Um, and Again, he has the potential to be an NFL player, uh, to be a potential day two pick. Um, yeah. He just needs to find the consistency. Um, and But again, he, he's, he's got the body to do it. Um, he's shown in spurts. Uh, yeah, I Again, yep. real high, real, real high potential. Just need to see more out of him. Sure. And if, and if he doesn't, there's guys behind him that can. Yeah. And this is going to show, this will shock you. And this will probably kind of counteract what you just said. Um, other than forced fumbles and fumble recoveries. Now, granted, we only, he only played eight games. We only played eight games last year. So in eight games last year, he had more tackles than what he had in 12 games the prior year. He had uh, the, just about the same. He had a half less tfl than he did in 12 games he had more sacks he had the same amount of pass deflections he just didn't have an interception or a fumble recovery so he's in he's improved 
in the linebacker quote unquote stats every year. Consider, I mean, to con- to consider he didn't play five games, right, and had virtually the same stat line with eight that he did with twelve. Wow, that was a lot of numbers and a lot of you know hand movements and stuff on the screen. So uh, here, this is an all sarcasm pushed aside here. Uh, this next one, the starter or presumed start presumed starter at Husky is definitely um, one of your favorite players and somebody that I thought that we wouldn't miss last year, but I think we Huge. missed him quite a bit. Um, sig- yeah, significantly missed Marcelino Ball here. Um, and, and this position was almost made for him. He he's can get all over the field. He has great run instincts. He's long. He's really long. Like his, really I feel long. like his arms are double his height. Like he's so big. Yeah, six foot and two fourteen is what he's listed, and I don't think he is. I, regard. I mean, he was literally born to play this husky position because he he really he's an undersized linebacker, but he can't qu- cover quite as good uh, as as safeties. But he can do kind of that hybrid role perfectly. Um, he was built for this system, built built for this position, um, and he fills what I think is we didn't cover D line. Um, I think that's the worst position group. But if you're looking for you know wins above replacement, um, you know a, a pretty popular baseball stat. I think he comes in as uh, as something that he can immediately um, upgrade the defense and upgrade that position on what we had on the field last year. Sure. So I don't know if you remember this. I just kind of looked at this when I was looking for his wingspan, which they don't have anywhere. But uh, he was listed on the 2020 college football freaks list um, at number 17. So just like freak athlete list. Like the dude is chiseled. Like I'm pretty sure he has Marcelino balls underneath his shoulders. Does that make sense? It does. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't trying. I was trying to do something, but then as I was saying it, thinking it's, it sounded weird, but he has basketballs for shoulders and he has, he has basketballs for, for biceps. Like he's just massive. So uh, let's see if we go over a couple things towards ACL and camp last year, fall camp uh, 2018 honorable mention, all big 10 2016 was his big, his big year as a freshman 2016 freshman, all American ESPN and Big Ten freshman All-American. Um, he had an up-and-down career, I would say. I didn't even think he played in 2019. I thought he was hurt in 2019, but he played. And just yeah, not he, he, as he consistent. Rode the pine. He rode the pine quite a bit. Yeah, I think Bryant Fitzgerald got some run there. Uh, Jamar Johnson Ugh. had some run. Yeah. So uh he needs to st- I, I don't want to say he needs to step it up i made that note but i don't want to say that he needs to step it up to be he's still he's still a decent pro prospect just because he's crazy do you yep. know what i mean he already has an nfl tattoo on his right shoulder i think by the way hey bet on yourself kid um again i think i think he does he, he does yeah he he can make plays nobody at that position could last year and that, that that alone makes it very very exciting. Yeah, he's um, he's the scary matchup for the tight end. Not the tight end is a scary matchup for him. Like that's yeah, that's how we need to look at that for sure. Yeah, good thing Pat Fryermuth uh, went to the NFL or uh, the Pittsburgh Steeler. Pat Fryermuth. Oh my God, baby girl. Marcelino Ball would kill him. 
Um, just like the Steelers are going to kill his career. Um, so moving on, we will get into kind of who's going to back up these dudes. My One of my favorite players, one of my favorite guys, a guy that I think is also a pro prospect that is just going to have to wait until these other guys leave. Uh, my boy, James Miller uh, from Florida. So he should be a junior. Uh, was a sophomore last year. Again, I'm not going to keep saying it every time. 2020, he played in all eight games. He had one start. Uh, stud is what I wrote underneath that. <laughs> he's he's good. You, he's I mean, nice. you just look at him, and it's uh, he's he's a monster. He has my favorite thing, and I, and I know I know I've said this to Seth a hundred times. If you have dreads that hang out of your of your helmet just a little bit, not a lot, not when it's like all the way down, they can tackle you by it. You're a ball player automatically you, in my book. You better be able to ball. Yes, yes. Uh, You're automatically. Slap a little bit better than everybody else on the field, unless they have dreads too. And then they're equal. So, um, okay. Other than that, um, he's, and he, he's built, I mean, again, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to get ahead of us. Ahead Boy, of I said stud. I thought that was, that you know, the territory again at the, at, at the middle linebacker, Micah McFadden, six, two, two thirty five, James Miller, six, two, two thirty one. Um, and then, you know, so our other guys all built within that 6'1", 6'3", 230 to 240 range. I'm like 6'2", um, 220 something. And I wish I looked like he does at 6'2", 230 something. So maybe 6'1". I might be 6'1". Um, but either way, yeah, the kid looks great. Oh, and he has the double dreads too. So he's got the blonde dreads and the black dreads. So it's he's clearly, he should probably start. For sure. Um, enough about his hair and move on to somebody that I don't think cares what his hair looks like because he's too busy, just absolutely destroying people. And that's who I've got as the next person in line. And that would be Aaron Casey. What do you so, think? Well, about let's, that? let's let's back up. Yeah. I, I love Aaron Casey's potential. I, I do think we're super deep at that position. Um, so he is also going to have to kind of sit and wait him and him and James Miller. Do we think Tom Thomas Allen comes back? Like, yeah, he's back. He's back. Um, I don't so, think that he sees is he as above, much. Is he above Miller and Casey on depth? No, no, that's what I mean. I don't think he sees as much as much action. And I think that's more of a preventative thing than it is a like an actual skill thing. I think he's very skillful. I, I'm not sure that he he or his dad wants him to get hurt anymore. Like he was getting he was getting more run injury. than James Miller and Aaron Casey pre-injury last year. Yeah, but I I I don't see it. I don't see it. No, just no. becomes kind of a special teams. Um, I wouldn't even say special teams. I'd say leader. he's kind of a kind run of a, stopping hey, specialist. Hey, we might need you a little bit against uh, Idaho. So we'll see. Ouch. I you know I love him. I love him. He's great. If anyone can overcome, son. it's going to be an Allen. It is going to be, of course. Know, to, yes. To just rip clichés here. Yes. So, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Aaron Casey real quick. 62228. I think the 228 is in his traps alone. I so couldn't believe he's that small. He yeah. looks way bigger. Yeah, there's no way that dude's 228. Plays like he's 62228. Looks 72 400 pounds of chiseled muscle. Like the dude is just a rock. Um, so we talked about Thomas Allen. He's a big dude coming off a, a season ending hip injury, which is 
uh, comparable to what Tua Tua had. So we'll see uh, how that goes. The next one I have on my list, and then I'll let you get one that if I missed any, and this is just at the linebacker position. This is my last one is somebody that I was looking forward to quite a bit when we recruited him and he hasn't seen a lot of the field and that's Cameron Williams from Maryville via red shirt sophomore this year, four-star pros- prospect, uh, big time high school kid coming out six, three, two eighteen. He's a little lean, but looks big on the field. Like looks very tall, athletic. Um, didn't see any, real action at all he made two appearances in 2019 or one appearance played in four games last year but did not record any stats um don't doubt a region guy yeah well don't, don't i can don't doubt, doubt i'll i'll doubt the region no don't, don't i got it he's just buried he hasn't had the opportunity true um, so i i do think uh again i think with with cam jones's lack of consistency i think uh you know if if there's any gap to get playing time i think this guy's absolutely going to take advantage of it um again built right into that 6-3 230 uh frame um like you said very high uh highly recruited um highly ranked coming out of high school um i i have huge huge hopes for this guy and again he's, he's played you know He's a sophomore. Yeah. Give him a break. Yep. A lot of um, any more linebackers that you want to talk about? Linebackers in spe- uh, specific position. There's one Husky player that we would need to talk about still, but any yeah, other? Yeah, so uh, there was a guy, again, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, practice player of the week and, and, and all of that. Uh, so Ty Weiss, um, who I think just needs to put on weight. He's, he's still a little bit small. Uh, again, we, we've been quoting a lot of heights and weights. He's only in those high teens low twenties, depending where you look, uh, is Ty Weiss, uh, sophomore out of Carmel, sophomore, freshman time is a flat circle. Um, and six, two, two uh, was a fantastic high school player for a, for a really, really good program. Um, and again, he's just buried. I think he's going to be a fantastic player. Um, I, I think, I think if anything, I think he might have the highest ceiling, um, out of everyone for that, for that out, outside linebacker position that's already on campus no you're wrong and i i'm so ashamed of myself for forgetting this person and you're you're gonna be like oh my god i am wrong i want to hear you say that that you're wrong our fellow canadian oh canada we didn't even talk about dk bonhomme or michael zimbia zimba technically outside linebacker um he's more of an edge rusher he, he is he, but his, they've got him listed as a as an outside linebacker on the official roster that's why i didn't want to list dk too because he's he's not he's not a cam jones he's not a cam cameron williams yeah, he's not we he's just not a didn't Ty talk Wise. about him we he's, didn't talk about him last week yeah I, I i didn't hear yeah d and alfred bryant i don't know if you've covered alfred bryant either no yeah. um Alfred Bryant and DK are both kind of the same guys. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're listed as outside linebackers, but they're not linebackers. They're, they're, they're what in the NFL you would classify as an edge rusher. Sure. Um, so uh, they, they, they're very specific roles and they're there to get after the passer to disrupt um, running plays in the backfield. So they, they, they are technically linebackers, but they don't do the other things that are asked of some of the other linebackers that we covered sure. so far. Sure. 
Uh, so the other backup that we have at the Husky position is, and by the way, did you just talk your way out of being wrong? Is that what you just did? You're good. You're good, man. <laughs> so the uh, other position backup player that we didn't talk about is the one other true Husky I'm not that we about. have. I'm going on mute. I'll talk. I'll talk about him. I, is I don't want to say you hate. don't do you don't hate any of our players you just are disappointed in the way that he performed last year was there a trying. player was I more down on David Ellis or Brian Fitzgerald this year David Ellis you Man, killed, you killed David <laughs> Ellis okay uh, let's talk about Brian Fitzgerald real quick he oh, hold is on, hold, hold on I do love how oh, David God. Ellis's position now is listed as kick returner that's his official position is it because he, he's He's a slash. He's a R. He's a KR slash RB. Oh, don't call okay. him slash. That's that's okay. Cordell Stewart, baby. <laughs> Mr. Colt Killer himself. Yeah, whatever. Cordell Stewart. Nine and seven Colt Killer with Jim Harbaugh as our quarterback. Whatever you want to call him, that's fine. Uh, so the, Brian Fitzgerald should be a senior. He had that academic thing weird at his freshman year, um, and COVID. You know, like what you said, flat, whatever, flat circle time. Nobody gives a shit, whatever. It doesn't matter. So in 2020, he started all eight games at Husky. His first year at the position, if that doesn't uh, help at all with any of your criticism. Uh, I think, and I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. I think he is a candidate to move back. He to should. But we'll see because we don't, don't have a lot of depth uh, don't, there. Don't quit your day job. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he needs to go back and no longer be a husband. That is not nice. He did a good. He did as good of a job at filling in as anybody else could have done on the team yeah. at that particular position. Jamar is too small to play at that position. So this isn't quite a Brandon Brando's randos, oh, but goodness. this this is a question that I could not. Who, who else do we fill in? Because I you're right. I think Brian Fitzgerald, go back to where you were, dude. Go back. But you know that in Indiana, offense and defense rotates a bazillion mm-hmm. players out. Mm-hmm. So who the hell is, ba- is backing up Marcelino Ball? Here we go. So I think he will. I think Brian will. If I if gun to head, I think he'll be the backup. But here we go. Let's talk about incoming freshmen. We have zero commits listed as a linebacker, inside, outside linebacker, doesn't matter. He's not going to answer my question. No, here it is. Here's who I think will be a backup possibility at Husky because he played it in high school. Your boy, Maurice Freeman. Six foot 190, so he he fits the profile for that position. Uh, says on his at, on his scouting report, played linebacker and safety as a junior and senior. Uh, that's about all it says. And I don't have any stats in front of me, but he's he's quick enough. He's a hard-hitting safety, well, listed as a safety. I think he comes in and they transition him over to the Husky position because we don't need safety help. We have enough safeties as it is. We need Huskies. I think he fits that profile. So here, yeah, that that works. I just don't want to rely on a true freshman. No, I, and, that's why I think that's why I think Brian Fitzgerald stays. You no, know I love him. Do you think just because again, I think he fits 
every he could play any position. Do you think Monster Matthews could be a candidate? He there? could be. I think that that's something that he may have done his freshman year. It Let me was look him up here. Yeah. So again, I mean, he, he has only played ten at safety. He played started all six games appeared at safety. Uh, strong safety in twenty twenty is what they have him listed at. So maybe. He, he, he has the size. He can do the run support. That That's the biggest yeah. thing with this position is you have to be able to play in the box. So he had 40 tackles last year, which is third on the team. He had one sack, two TFLs, a pick. This was the big one. He had six pass breakups. Yeah. Um, and just one quarterback hurry. So... Because if, if you look at some of the other guys, Burgess isn't big enough. Pierre isn't big enough. Singletti Bonds not, isn't big enough. Maybe Bryson. you know what? What about Josh? You don't think he could play there? I think he needs to add a little bit more weight. Six one one eighty is what he's listed at. Yeah, he's just a little small. Um, because you're right. That's why Fitzgerald fits that position. I mean, yeah. he's, he's built like a tank. He just unfortunately can't cover anyone. Um, so, from that from that particular position from that pretty spot. good at, he was pretty good at safety when he just played safety he was pretty good yeah yeah when he can line up 12 yards behind the line of scrimmage but if he's lining up six to eight yards he can't true can't guard anyone whatever but yeah so, so monster matthews is is a guy that i'm circling um simply because we again we'll get into it next week we just have so much safety depth yeah um, yeah. and, and zero Husky depth. So I guess maybe, maybe monster moves up and Bryant moves back. Is that what you think? Yeah. That's okay. what I would do. And just swap starting positions basically. Mm. Um, okay. So we talked incoming. That's it. Do you have anything else on Maurice Freeman? That is it. As far as a possibility of directly incoming 2021 possibilities for that position. Nope. Because we are so deep at that so we don't at, really at, need at linebacker we, we really are at husky we're not no which is, but I, weird because you would think allen would recruit this position that is so specific to his defense he did so, he did but just not next year the year after he did quite a bit so and did very well might i add um okay let's talk about crystal ball and then we'll talk about our 2022 incoming recruiting buzz whatever who we think are well who we know are taking official visits and a little bit about them so um what is your crystal ball prediction for you know a couple players or one player uh for 2021 yeah it's mikey mcfadden cam jones and and marcelino ball i mean kind of going back to uh quarterback running back wide receiver there's not much room for debate about who's starting it's it's the depth pieces um i think i think because i i don't think any three of those players are here next year so i think this becomes a very interesting position into the 2022 season uh but for 2021 i mean it's cut and dry i agree yeah i think there's one player cam jones may be the only one that may need to come back but i don't think so man i think he has a big year so do you have any uh stat predictions as far as Next year it's, it's, goes, it's, or it's hard for stats, but I mean, I think Micah McFadden is a two time, uh, two time All American, and I okay. do think Marcelino Ball makes a second or third team All Big Ten. Okay, um, so so I've got Marcelino Ball. I think we see a 2016 version of him this year. I think that 
and you know this, and it, it's so cliche. He is he is a family member of an NFL safety. He is has seen how what it takes, what it what needs to be done to get to that level. We call that pedigree, my friend. Yes, he well, it's his uncle, so I don't know how far deep on the pedigree we need to go, but um, I think he has four four sacks, two picks two forced fumbles and two recovered fumbles this year. I think he's a monster. So that's it. That's not going to happen. He's probably going to be just, meh, you know, but that's just because I said he's going to be incredible. Uh, okay. 2022 recruiting buzz. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, safe four linebackers taking an official visit and one safety. Everyone uh, is taking an official visit. I can't is committed. So I will start first um, with the lowest ranked, um, at least on the, on the national board and committed linebacker, uh, Caden Turner. When I say lowest ranked, you'll see what I mean here in just a second. Caden Turner, he committed on March 8th of 2021. He has an OV for 625. I'm sure he's been to campus. Um, he hasn't. He has not been. He's never been to campus. Never been to campus. Pretty much, this is how I envision it. Hey, Caden, we have your clone in Micah McFadden. Yeah, come true. Be, there you go. Come be a come be an All American. There you oh, go. That's cool. I live in Arkansas. <laughs> that's not how he talks, though. Oh, that's cool, man. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. Be right up. Be there six twenty five. Again, look look at their frames coming out of high school. They're, they're yeah, six two two eighteen. Yeah, identical, identical mm-hmm. players. Um, yeah, I I have high hopes for him. Obviously, he was pretty. Who who is he all between? So the ones. So I don't know who he was between necessarily. So the crystal balls on the twenty four seven website have it between us and Kansas State. Please. Kansas State. The old dude's not there anymore. We're we're fine. Um Bill Snyder. Bill Snyder is his name. So <laughs> didn't they have like a Tebow S quarterback like a decade ago? And yeah, they maybe. were they were really good. Klein. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Producer yeah, whatever. Seth. Whatever. Man, they like they had Kansas. like Kansas State in the top ten. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean it three. Happens. I mean it was it, it was wild. It was the only time they've been good in a you know a century. So, either way, he had some he had some offers: Arkansas, Cal, Berkeley, Louisville, Wazoo, Kansas State. Nothing that j- totally jumps off the paper. I mean, other than no, his neither, home neither state, did, neither did Arkansas. Micah. Neither yeah, true, did Micah. True. I don't think Mike even had that good of a recruiting buzz around him either. But okay, next, uh, do you who, who do you have next on this? I mean, can we just get to what we want to talk about? You I mean, do you want to? I, I'll get there. Let me go through these are these other these other three real quick, and then you, you I will burn let you, through these. I will let you talk about who you really want to talk about. So the next one, uh, official visit set for six eighteen is Travius Lathan. He's an outside linebacker, six two two hundred out of Miami, four star prospect in the seventeenth ranked outside linebacker in the country. Um, another prospect is Edwin Colange, Colange, maybe, inside linebacker, 6'3", 225, out of Clearwater, Florida. He's a high three-star recruit, 17th-ranked inside linebacker in the country, uh, official visit of 6'18", with other offers like BC, Nebraska, Virginia Tech. 
Um, Did you see Nebraska then, just opened up a uh, like a, a multi like a hundred million dollar football facility? They've done that like three or four times in like the last ten years, and they're still uh, irrelevant. Uh, but that's hilarious. So uh, the Nebraska last linebacker, and before I let you get to your, um, how do I say this without? It doesn't matter. Before I let you get to your your spiel here about the the big time recruit. Uh, Trey Brown, he's an inside linebacker, six foot, 200 pounds out of Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, three-star recruit, 27th ranked inside linebacker. He's coming June 25th offers from highlighted offers from Arizona, uh, Florida and Miami of Florida. Now this is pure speculation here. Brandon is going to talk about a possible Husky recruit for 2022 break it down coach's son we have the trio it's unbelievable the highest recruit we've ever got the son mccullough 65 220 i mean we, we were we've been talking about isaiah simmons we've been talking about jeremiah usu Kormora. he is literally that dude he can play on the edge one hand down in the ground and rush off the edge he can play inside linebacker and match up with uh, uh, the uh, tackles or blocking tight ends or where Michael and I think he fits perfectly day one starter in the Husky position. He's played safety throughout his prep and high school career. If you go and watch any of his highlights, it is this dude just ball hawking and taking uh, interceptions to the house. Uh, He is a generational recruit. Uh, and, and guys that simply IU has never gotten before ever. Um, you just look at him and I mean, he just, he looks like a pro. Um, and I, I don't get overly excited for football recruits because I mean, you see a lot of, you know, four or five star guys wash out, um, knowing who his dad is and knowing Tom Allen's defense. I mean, there couldn't be more of a match made in heaven here. The dude is six, five six foot five as a safety like that's crazy i don't know anybody that- cam chancellor i mean again you, okay you, you yeah chancellor it, yeah he is cam chancellor okay i'll take it they yeah. so his scouting Bring the on- legion of boom to there you go legion of, report legion of bloomington legion of bloomington oh my god that's so bad <laughs> that's really bad so his scouting report on 27 sports on pigs uh has him projected already as a junior in high school, a second or third round draft pick. That's insane. That's insane. They don't have a comparison, a direct comparison, which they usually do have on here. But uh, this is from uh, Alan True from August of this last year. Love Alan yeah. True. Does great work. Second to third round draft pick. That's crazy. So – uh, that's it for all of our uh, breakdown of the position and incoming people. So we'll get into uh, everybody's favorite segment of the podcast. And that is brand. Nope. Just kidding. That is talking about Monon track club. Monon track club is Indiana's running brand. It's built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier state. They craft products and tell stories and create experiences that aim to celebrate support and add to Indiana's running culture. Nobody on this podcast enjoys running for fun, but we all enjoy t-shirts 
for fun to hide our flabby bodies. Dad bods. So, we love these t-shirts, uh, all wearing one right now, as you guys can clearly see through your radios. Um, Seth actually has the hoodie on right now. I have the prototyped pot pocket tee not available to the public at the moment. And Brandon has on the red with the circle uh, M logo. So it's a great shirt. Check them out. That's monontrackclub.com. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout to receive 10% off your purchase. Check out the show notes for the link and the promo code if you already forgot it. So moving on to everybody's favorite part of our podcast, especially the guys down in Mississippi. This part is called Brando's Randos. What you got, Brandon? First one is a pretty serious one. Um, How perfect of a Husky would I be in Tom Allen's system? Uh, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being Isaiah Simmons, one being Brian Fitzgerald, know, a ball boy, uh, you would be like a three. Nice. Nice. Just, so is that above water boy or below yeah. water boy? It's just above water boy. I think you're nice. more, I think you're more of a, uh, Waterboy was a middle linebacker. Yeah, true. No, but he's talking about. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think you're more of a gunner on the punt team. Yeah, I was a strong side corner. There you go. Uh, 15 years ago. There you go. You would not fit the profile for what Tom Allen wants as a corner right now. He wants taller corners. So sorry. Yeah, I'm a slot guy now. Um, (laughs) uh, my real question is, can you like, so I just said that Mike McFadden might be my favorite IU defensive player ever. I knew this was coming. Go ahead. Prior to Jamar Johnson, who was your favorite IU defensive player? Jordan Crawford. Nice. Favorite IU. Well, I, a defensive player. Of the last 10 years, Jordan yeah. Crawford. Before that, Tracy Porter. Who was who was the corner? I'm blanking on the name. I think it was was it Fant who had the bazillion pass breakups? Yeah. He had like Richard Fant, yeah. 25 pass breakups. And then he I went to, he he went to Chicago. Yeah, he Did led he, the country in, yeah. in pass breakups one year, 20, 23 or 24. Um, and then he went to Chicago. Got I think he was drafted or signed as an un restricted free agent and then i he died so that's he didn't really die he's actually doing quite well he's just not in the nfl currently uh he's doing i do follow him on instagram he's a really nice kid and uh is doing well for himself now in the professional world so he can hang up that 16 jersey in his office and that's something that i'm incredibly jealous of so What's next? This isn't a rando, but I I didn't get it up here last week on the defensive line. Um, So I just hold on. Let me clarify. That was not any sort of bash on on Fant. That was a total. I love I loved your shot, Fant. He he was probably my favorite defender. Hundred percent for Micah Micah McFadden. That was a total shit dump on the Chicago Bears. A verbal shit dump. On the Chicago yeah. Bears. That's all that was. Moving on. I mean, they, they just recently got like a more athletic 
Jay Cutler. So that's something to be like excited about. Basically, oh, I, hate, I hate you so much. So do the Bears? Let's see. Do the Bears play the Broncos? Bears, Broncos, twenty twenty one. Are you asking if they're going to play Aaron Rodgers? That's will they play? Podcast. No. Will they play Jamar Johnson? Not this year. It looks like you guys are going to get away with not throwing three interceptions to somebody this year. So that's good. Um, yeah. So what's next? What do you guys at the last of all your Brandos Randos? Usually. You no, no, no. For, Don't for, let the crowd for, down. For the defensive line, because again, we, we sort of covered it today with, with Alfred Bryan and, and DK Bonhomme. Do you think we actually start generating more of a pass rush from the linebacker position um, with, with the current group of guys we have? It's tough. From the defensive line? Uh, from, from, from the guys we talked tonight. So, again, Alfred Bryant, D, DK Bonhomme. Okay. Uh, Yes, I do from, think from we these, do. I do think we do. Rushing linebackers. I do think we do, and I I think it's going to be. I'd love to see Zimba 2019's Michael Zimba back would be fantastic. I don't know. Last year maybe people scouted him a little bit more, but he was great in 2019. Uh, I don't know if you remember what his stats were. Then I will look that up while I'm talking. But um, I I do think so. I think DK Bonhomme is a force, legitimate force. Um, He's going to be very good. Very, very, very good if he's not already. And you saw flashes of that last year, and we did not play any non-conference teams. We played all Big Ten teams the entire season except for – And I think that's really going to help the younger guys this year. Uh, you know, talking about the Aaron Casey's, the Ty Weiss's, uh, the Cameron Williams, um, getting those games against Idaho and, 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 and the like um, are going so, to significantly help their development, which I yeah. think all got stunted this year in a COVID year. Yeah. So 20, 2019, just to talk about Zimba. So he didn't have any sacks, but he had six and a half TFLs. He had 33 tackles and two fumble recoveries in 2019. In 2020, he had 11 tackles, one TFL, and that's it. So I, I think either he was scouted or he just had an off year. I think he's, he's going to be a force too. If we can get that, that version of 2019 back, maybe you're wrong. I don't know. Is that it? That's it for Brando's Randos. I got one more. Okay. What you got? This is a joke, but kind of, (laughs) kind of serious. Does coach McCullough have any more kids that can commit to us? Oh my goodness. Like, I know these are all like, but does he, does he have like some so. 10 year old that we, we don't know about that will commit Land in McCullough. 2029? Um, because we have all three of them. Um, you know, the other one we'll talk about next week when we cover defensive backs. Uh, but um, personal life, he has four children. Let's go. There's another. I didn't. I didn't think. There but was it may. One. It may. He is allowed to have um, female children. So let's. Well, you haven't had any female see. children. That is true. I'm a, I don't have any female children. <laughs> that is true. Seth doesn't Producer have any female Seth children. Seth doesn't have any female children. Yes. <laughs> um. So we've got kids. Uh, let's see if I can find a picture. Images. One, two, three. Okay, here's the whole family. 
Yes, he's got a very young boy. He's got Let's the three go. kids that are committed. Let's go. And he's got looks like to be a young boy. Yes. Maybe two or three years old in this picture. And this has got to be, this is when he was with the Chiefs. So it could have been last year, could have been the year before. So let's say he's five now. So he'll be 13 years. He will be joining the 2034 uh, IU football team. Can't wait. There you go. Perfect. We will be coming off uh, wins at, at Notre Dame and at home. So I guess Notre Dame. He would be in my son's class, I think. They might commit together. We'll see see how that looks. We don't want Buck. Well, um, hey, I would let him I'd let him go. We don't want him. I'll tell you. Yeah, we don't want him. Um Okay. Sorry. That's it. That's it for me. He's just he's he's too high energy. I don't think that he would Oh, so now we now we don't want athletes with high energy. We want I don't think he would pay I think he would try to be I think he would be too much of a superstar, like try to be too much of oh, a superstar. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. And he'd have the Brian Bosworth haircut. Yes. And he does not get he that. He already has now. <laughs> he doesn't get it from you. That's all I'm going to say. Um, Ooh. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. Fuck Boswell. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, thank God, because she would murder me. Um, okay. Position grade. What do you got? I think I know what you've got. Mine is is good. What do you got? Let's wrap it up. Yeah, mine's A minus. Um, again, uh, the only reason I'm not doing A is because the lack of depth at safety, and we don't know what we're getting from Marcelino Ball. I think we all have the potential of what Marcelino Ball is. We've seen him do it, but he hasn't done it for a while. So on paper, this is A minus. Um, again, with the potential of this being just an absolute rock star of a position group with the Husky inside and outside linebackers. A plus. Best position group. Better than our quarterback. Yes. Better than our quarterback room. Senior leadership. All three starters are seniors, technically. Tons of experience everywhere. James Miller, DK Bonholm, uh, Aaron Casey, Thomas Allen, Brian Fitzgerald, all of them. Why did you just say that last one? Well, because he's still there. Um, all of them. And then you've got uh, other uh, Monster Matthews possibly being a part of it. And we didn't, again, we didn't talk about DK. No, Bono, we didn't Michael talk about Zimba. Monster Matthews next week. Yes. So I've got A plus senior leadership, tons of experience, depth, two to three high end pro prospects, prospects, depending on how Marcelino Ball performs this year after an ACL tear. So. A plus. That's how Goodness it is. News I've heard Let's all wrap night. it up. Let's Other go eat some Coach tacos. McCullough having a fourth kid. Let's go eat some tacos and drink some tequila. Tequila, tequila. That's a cerveza. And uh, that's it, man. Let's talk safeties. No, I guess we're going to talk safeties and corners. Yes, we are. Let's Ooh. cover them both. Man, we might have another hour podcast. We, I mean, it's just going to be all talking Taiwan Mullen and Monster Matthews. Yeah, that's going to be a good pod. All right. Well, we'll see you then next week. Uh, everybody stay safe today, tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you next week about the corners and the safeties. Right, Make Michael, sure you Elio. check out the podcast. <laughs> I'm ready for tacos and tequila. You got Make me all sure, excited. <laughs> Make sure you talk, check out the podcast on Facebook, facebook.com backslash podcast. LEO. Check us out on Twitter at podcast. LEO. Make sure you follow. You no longer subscribe on Apple podcast. 
you follow on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, please, please, five stars, four and a half. If you can make that happen, is fine. Four is okay. Please give us five. Um, and you give, if you review. give one, we will send producers out to kill you. So that's Ooh. so no ones. I don't think we can do that. What if he ends I up have lots of free time? <laughs> okay, I gotta go. All right, see ya, Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.